Hey, welcome to Melanin. Your girl Tasha. And it's your girl Misha. And today is Icebreaker Wednesday. Yes. So how how was your day, Carmisha? Today was awesome. Um, Last night was my Friday. I'm off for the next three days and just be able to stay in the house and just relax and reflect and ease my mind, girl. There you go. There you go. There you go. So what we got on the um, topics tonight? So tonight um, on this Icebreaker Wednesday, um, I want to discuss a few things that might be on your bucket list. Um, another thing that I would like to talk about is um, what would you do with a suitcase full of money? Uh, about $10 million to be exact. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing that uh, I'd like to talk about is um, if your ex, ex I'm sorry, were to text you and say they love you and they want you back, what would be your reply? Um, another hot topic. We gotta, we gotta, gotta, gotta get on Tristan Thomas and this Khloe Kardashian mess. I know a lot of people been giving a lot of feedback on social media. I want to know what y'all really think about it. And, um, another thing, um, what's your favorite food? Japanese, Italian, Mexican, um, Indian, um, and what's your favorite food to prepare? Like what's, what's, what you good at? How, what, what, makes you go in the kitchen um and on a more serious note Mm -hmm. i'd like to talk about equal pay men versus women races versus ethnicities and also um yeah that's about it that's about it so that's about it what's on your bucket list tosh on my bucket list Mm, i would have to say um I'd really like to travel the world. Basically, just have a just have a plan to travel for about I'll say probably like a month or two, and really no place in particular. Just basically just get up and just go wherever I'm led. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, nowhere in particular because I, I've been a few places um, that were on my bucket list, which was Dubai. Um, which was a really, really, really great experience. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know what else would be on my bucket list. I guess maybe um, definitely I would probably say I've, I've always thought about the hot air balloon, taking the hot air balloon, mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not sure. I had a friend who um, she just got divorced, and her bucket she had on her bucket list was to skydive, and of course that wasn't going down with me, but we all went with her. Some people participated, and you know, some people didn't. But skydiving is not something that I'm, I was willing to do. And she was like, "Well, skydiving is the same as, um, you know, riding in a hot air balloon." I, I, I don't what about you? What's on your bucket list? Well, since you brought up skydiving, you know what? I never thought I would want to do it. Um, however, two of my coworkers did it, and they they got the disc and they brought it back to work and they shared it with everybody. Um, and they said it was one of the most life-changing experiences that they could have ever taken. Mm-hmm. Um, they had no regrets. It's not something that you would want to do more than once. It's just something that you would do that one time and just, mm-hmm. you know, have it in your memories. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it looked awesome. Um, and the rush and just everything. So that's something that I would like to try. Um, 
Yeah, my, my friend, my mm-hmm. friend said that when when she um when she did the skydiving, she said um it was actually recommended to her by her therapist, and she said that um when she jumped, she said she was able to just release so much negativity. Yeah, that's what my coworker said. He said that um. He took the opportunity. He said, sometimes people are scared. If you're scared, just don't do it. But when mm-hmm. you're ready to do it, you'll just do it. He said that one thing he took an opportunity to do while he was up in the sky was that he just really looked around. He looked at all of his surroundings because mm-hmm. the experience goes by so fast. It's like literally 60 seconds or so. And he said that it goes by so fast mm-hmm. that by the time you hit the ground, you're thinking, dang, I should have looked around. Like, mm-hmm. I missed everything. Mm-hmm. So he said that's one of the things that you want to be sure to take in, you know, while you're doing it. Wow. So do you think this is a anybody's type of sport, or is it certain races? Absolutely not. Indulging think, more, or? No, I don't think it's a black people or a white people sport. I think it's a whatever is in your spirit type mm-hmm. of sport, whatever you feel, you know, if, if you, you want to feel do like, it, if you want to, yeah, if, that's, doing, if yeah. that's something that you feel like you, it, I feel like it's a release to me. It seems like it would, it would be a great way to release. So you are you planning um, on doing that? I, it's on my bucket list. When? I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. However, it, it is definitely something that I would like to take advantage of. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, that's pretty cool. No, um, most of the time people they they create these bucket lists as they get older, but I don't really think that you know it shouldn't really be a certain age. If there's something that you want to do, seek out and do it. Just you know what I'm saying. Let's research, yeah, research, get all the information, and, and go for it. That's it. That's all you can. Do. I mean, why not? Yeah. What's stopping you? Yeah. I, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm gonna do this, but I can't do that." You know, a lot of it is just excuses. It's like really, we talk like we talked about. Um, People that make time for what they want to make time for, and you do what you want to do. So, you know, just use that as an example. Do what you want to do. Plan yeah. it out and execute it. That's it. That's all you can do. Yep. So, yep, that's pretty good. I, like I said, I don't really have a bucket list because pretty much I'm like, whatever I feel like I need to do or I want to do, I, I you try just to do plan it. it out and, you know, make a goal to do it. Yeah, that's true. That's one thing I've definitely learned about you. If you say you going to Dubai, honey, you going to Dubai. Yes, ma'am. I will call your phone, not get an answer, and you will call back and be like, "Girl, I ain't getting no service. I was out of the country." I, wanna, I really want to go to. Um, I want to go to Thailand. That's gonna probably be my. Heard next, Thailand was beautiful. My next little excursion. You know what scares me, though, to be quite honest? I've been seeing, like, I've noticed that a lot of people are taking trips to places like Dubai and Africa and uh-huh. things like that. And I've noticed a lot on social media as of lately that um, they're they're promoting these uh, group packages for different uh-huh. people all around the world from these anonymous groups and different things of that nature. I'm not saying that every single one, but I mean... You could shoot me if you want to, but just this is just me. And and I like I said, sometimes I be so deep in my head that sometimes people be like, Misha, really back. But I be feeling like those type of group trips are like traps. I feel like really? they gonna get you over there and have you stuck or no, I mean, but you, you went figure, to sex slavery. <laughs> I can I can tell you now, like I went to Dubai with a group of fifty people. Guaranteed I wasn't gonna be one of those fifty people that was left over at that motherfucker. 
Well, no, I'm, I was going to find that it's, I'm not saying every single trip, but I'm saying that social media has a way well, yeah, of intriguing no. people I mean, and just, reeling people in. Because we never, fall. Yeah, you never know. Like the two planes. We fall the, for, yeah, the planes that so came much up missing. Exactly. You never know what airplane you're going to be on or what mission you might be a part of, but you just got to take a chance. That's all I can think yeah. of. That's what I'm saying. If I were to take a trip like that, it would be on my own recognizance. I would never go with a group that I saw where I had to put a deposit down and sign well, up. I, I would never, I'm definitely, I'm going with a group and it's got to be a group with, with a reputation. I'm, it's I'm not, something that, yeah. I'm not going, I'm definitely not going by myself. No way. Right. Unless I got, I mean, my insurance got to be paid up to the rear and travel insurance, every type of insurance you can think of. Because like you said, and I even think um, Oprah actually had a special on there one time about a bunch of people that had gone on vacation and they, they were never seen again. Yeah, I think it's all, you got to be careful with that. You do, you do. That bucket list, bucket list. A lot of people think it's for older people, but it's for, it's for whoever wants to create one. Right, right. So um, outside of that bucket list, say you was walking down the street, minding your own business, mm -hmm. and uh, say somebody walked by, just a random stranger, and handed you a suitcase full of money, and you opened it, and there were $10 million in there. What would you do? Well, first of all, I'm going to get myself to an isolated <laughs> area. Honey, and I'm telling you, I don't. Again, I would definitely travel. I would um, donate it to some different charities, donate to some churches, make sure everybody in my immediate family circle, even if, if I even know you or you know if we had any interaction, any contact, I'll, I'll definitely give you something. Some of it, it may not be the same amount that I would give my family. Um, so the majority of mine will go towards charity and family and. Just helping helping others out and you know, maybe fulfilling a few dreams and just doing doing what's best for it. Because I know um before we had played lottery as a family and um it was remember that real big one? And so my um father in law was like, What would you do with the money if you won? And I'm like, I'm gonna disappear and you'll never see me again and I don't even know if I was scared. But um now at this time I would definitely share it and you know, I'll I'll share the wealth. What um what would you do with it? The first thing I would do, uh, because I do children, um, before I do anything, the first thing I'm doing is setting my kids up. I'm setting, you know, I'm gonna set my baby up too, but the first thing I'm gonna take care of is making sure my adult children are are straight. Mm -hmm. Um Make sure they homeowners, uh, make sure they in a situation to where if anything happened that, you know, things would be taken care of, put them in a situation to build their own wealth, not necessarily give, 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 uh -huh. but set them up in the, you know, initially set them up and put them in a position to where they can build their own wealth from it. Then after that, I'm going to take care of my own business affairs. Um, because to me, that that's my immediate family. Mm -hmm. exactly. I'm gonna and then I'm take care of my own business affairs, um, get myself straight, get my mind right. Um, because when you, to me, when you win 
a large amount of money like that when yes. you're not used to ever seeing it or mm-hmm. touching it, it could do something to you psychologically. Yeah. So I'm gonna go get some counseling. Yeah, you gotta be in a, you gotta be in a certain mind frame because you're gonna be thinking everybody's out to get you. Everybody wants something from you. People yeah. are using you. Yeah. Nobody. You gonna you aren't gonna think anyone's genuine around you and it's. Yeah, and that comes with the the isolation part that you talked about. Yeah. So I'm gonna go get some counseling before I even get to spending a whole bunch of mm-hmm. money. Like I said, I'm gonna take care of my kids first. I'm gonna go get me some counseling. I'm gonna get my mind right. I'm gonna make sure I'm straight. Um, and then you know, I'm gonna spread the wealth with my family and um, friends, and that won't be hard because I ain't got too many of there them. There you go. But um, I'm gonna live my life and 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 execute some of those items on my bucket list. There you go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, family. I don't want to work hard no right, more. Right. I'm, I'm okay. 41 years old. Yep. So, I mean, to open a business and because I mean, it's ways to create wealth. There's different ways without having to work hard and beat yourself mm-hmm. up and, and kill yourself behind it. I've I've done that. I've been doing that. I'm tired. Yeah. And that's what I said. I'm, I'm at the point where I want to find something that I love, something that I enjoy. And I don't I don't mind putting in the effort, waking up and you know what I mean? It's just fulfilling at the end of the day because a lot of times we go in here, we pushing these numbers and we working for somebody else and it, it it's not benefiting Amen. you at all. It's making that person that you're working for, that company, it's making them look good. And you you really Amen. you get no recognition off of it. I mean sometimes as good as you are at yep. your job, they're gonna take the yes, credit for it. And yes. guess what? Yep. If something happens to you, yeah, you get sick, you can't work anymore, your replacement is already they're there. already there. Then then they may give you they, they may you give you a free you chicken dinner, a couple of movie tickets, but honey, you are you are so replaceable. But if Child, I wish they would give me a free chicken dinner. Yeah. I wish the hell they would. <laughs> a chicken dinner. Yeah. Okay. Right. I got your chicken I'm dinner. I'm trying to tell you. But, you know, and, and, and these some companies, they do they do realize that they have valuable people, but they're, they're looking for a different goal, so they can't even really give you the recognition that you deserve because yeah. you, you're not a part of that goal. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. That's 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 working in America, working you know, working for somebody else and not having your own. So, yeah, yeah, yep, Regardless yep. of where you start, if you have a dream, if you want to open up a business, I say go for it. If it fails, if it doesn't work out, so what? You tried it, you worked, and, and you know, if you were to do it again, you know what steps to take and what not to take. And you know what, Tasha, with that being said, I want to go ahead and skip a couple topics and slide right into this equal pay. Um, with the men versus women because mm-hmm. I think that kind of goes along with that yeah. um, how do you feel have you witnessed or experienced it um, between you know men versus women or races and ethnicities I know I do every single day I sit in the office with them every mm-hmm. day and I get disgusted but you know so, it motivates me and I go hard so as far as um, well because I'm a nurse and so um, majority of the time I am working with a lot of women I, mm-hmm. I mean, you. We have a couple, like a handful of male nurses, but it's not that common. However, you will uh-huh. have someone over you um, that most of the time is a male that isn't even clinical, has no type of clinical background, doesn't know anything about anything. But it, it's normally a white male, and he's over everything. Has has no reason to even be involved in this, but for some reason, they've given him this title and they've given him this position. Yes. Um, and as far as, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that, I, because I work with a lot of Caucasian women, and, and I know for a fact that they 
they probably get paid more than the Hispanic women, the black women. And but I, I'm gonna tell you something. Most of all, and I looked this up today, the Asian woman, she gets paid almost equal to a white man for whatever reason. Huh. And and I was like, wow, that's you know, that's kind of puzzling. But at the same time, you're gonna have those people who think they think they're getting paid a certain amount and doing all that snake stuff and kissing ass and doing all that. And honey, you're not getting paid like the Asian lady. <laughs> right. You are not. Exactly. You are not in and so and her title can be less than yours. Yes. Yes. So it's really unfortunate. And and a lot of times when people do not negotiate for you or with you. It's because whatever is left over from your budget, it's going to go to them. So, for instance, if a manager is managing or a director is uh, directing five to six people and she cuts each of them six, seven thousand, ten thousand, whatever, all of that goes to her, whether it's in a bonus, her annual, whatever, it goes back to the management. So they mm-hmm. want to pay the smaller people as, as less as possible to just for themselves. And it's just really unfortunate that we have to, you know, deal with stuff like that. Like, for instance, um, I have a friend. She works for the state of California. And you can actually type in their names and see what their income is, their annual income, their hourly wages. And you can see all of that. And you could type up the person that sits in the cubicle next to you that hasn't even been there that long and see that they are making triple of what you're making and have they haven't even put in time on the job. But why? Because they're a different race or because they are men. Mm-hmm. So what about you? You said you, you see this every day or, you know, in your atmosphere and when you go to work? Definitely. Um, I work in hotel and casino management. So um, when you step outside of the realm of an hourly employee, Mm-hmm. things get a little bit tricky yeah. um, and being a salaried worker um, I noticed that you know um, like I said I I can come in there work my ass off have all the expertise know the department and know everything that I'm doing like the back of my hand but somebody can come in and barely know how to read and write mm-hmm. where I'm I'm teaching them basic stuff like how to use Excel and they mm-hmm. make $10,000 more than mm-hmm. me while I'm doing all the work. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's pretty sad. I mean, it's the same thing with nursing. Like, for instance, um, the CNAs, they do all the dirty work, do all the, the work that, that really requires a patient, a, a person to be, be a nurse. You know what I'm saying? They're doing all that, that patient care, and they get paid the lowest. So whenever, whenever I work with a nurse that's of a lower standard than me or the license is lower, I'm I'm in there with them just like we you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you you can't expect to really be a good nurse and just be dictating and you know, go do this, go do that. No, join in and help okay. them out, be a part of your team and, and we just had this conversation yesterday. Yeah, nothing should be beneath you, you cannot, or yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can't um so with the way the way my, my position works is I manage a group of people who are union workers. These people know their rights. Um, there are certain things that you can and can't do. They got to pretty much burn the building down to get fired, right? So with that being said, like you said, you're on the same team. You cannot go in and micromanage yeah. a bunch of people who are protected 
by a bigger authority. Yes. And that's exactly what, what happens. We get these people that come in mm-hmm. and they don't give a damn about who they protected. It's like their insurance. You can't go in and micromanage these people. Um, and, and that's one of the biggest struggles that I, not, I don't deal with because I don't micromanage. I, I, you know, I feel like we're all in this together, whether mm-hmm. you're salaried or I'm hourly or however, yeah. vice versa. And that's why I believe my team respects me. Oh, yeah. And, when, and if you if you operate a certain way, you they produce the work that they produce is quality and and they don't mind. Most it. definitely. They're going to make sure. They're going to, and we had this conversation last night. They're going to make sure that I look good to yes, my boss yes. if I listen and respect them at what they do. Because at the end of the day, while I might be their manager or I might be over them, they get out there on that floor and they experience, they touch it, they feel it, right. they know it. So who better to ask than them? Exactly. Exactly. Who better to who better to be on one accord with than them? So, and I think that's how uh, a lot of times some people get these bigger positions. So they let it go to their head and they forget. And a lot of people get you these positions these again and have to do a race and have no knowledge of the actual job that they're even doing. They they have to go mm-hmm. to the little man and say, "Hey, let me know how does this work." You you shouldn't be in a position it, that exactly. you gotta ask the person that's under you how something works. It just it just. It doesn't work like that. And I wish that HR, there was a, a system that HR could lay it out and say, you know what? These four people do the same job. Why do the, are these two getting paid $10,000 less? Like it should be some type of law that protects people from things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I agree. But at the end of the day, my biggest motto is I'm going to just go in and do what I'm supposed to do and uh, you know whatever you got going you gonna, on you there, you rewarded regardless you're going to always exactly. exactly so yeah I mean that, that's that's pretty it is, it is what it is and it I don't I don't think you can avoid it um, I heard a lot of people say you know what I wish I had my own business or you know I can't wait to run my own business but guess what there's going to be some um, people out there and it, it might not happen all the time, but I was talking to a friend of mine. She started a business, and she had a problem getting co- um, contracts with this particular mm-hmm. business. So she partnered with this Caucasian lady, and this Caucasian lady went to these same exact contacts, and, and they, they picked the contract up just like that. I said, that's because you are a black woman. And people will say, oh, why is it always about race? Why is it always about race? Well, she just went to these contacts a few days earlier, and there was no budget. There's no way that they can, you know, make a contract for you. But she partners up with this white woman. You don't know it. And now you have a contract and you're willing to make this happen. Why? Because you don't want to see me win. Uh-huh. Here. That's true. It's just, it's just sad. It's sad. But at the end of the day, that's why I feel like our melanin population is so strong because we know how to persevere through adversity. I think we're faced, we face so much adversity and we face so many things and we just figure out a way to get around it because guess why? We have to. We don't have, we, there's not a moment in this lifetime or in a day where you can stop and feel sorry for yourself for not having the same advantages of a privileged person. Exactly. We know how to figure it out. We're survivors. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And that's and, what puzzles them about us. And, and you know, I, a lot of people, 
what bothers me is um, a lot of people, they may not know or understand your way of doing things. And they're like, you know, why did she do that? Why did she don't worry about it? I know what works for me. I know how to survive. I, I, I know what, what to do with what's going on with me. It may not work Trust for me. you, but it's, it's going to work for me. I know what to I do. I get it all the time. They say, yeah. they say how does black girl mm-hmm. come in here and be so cool with them? Because, you know, I'm supposed to have the, I'm supposed the, the to be the angry black woman. Yeah, yeah. So they expect me to go in there and, and be like, oh, Misha not going to take this and Misha not going to deal with mm-hmm. that when mm-hmm. it's the total opposite. Yeah, I told they you. Know, they, I told they you know I, that if I, like I called up the other day and I didn't go and um, when I came back yesterday, I mean, everybody was just like, oh my God, we missed you. We missed your presence. We missed, you know, we missed you, you being here because you bring a certain type of energy and and that's another thing. Like, you you can't get good energy from everybody. Period. I don't have any type of strategy or anything like that. My whole thing is that my whole attitude with my team was that we we here together. Uh-huh. Um, I got to be here ten hours, ten to twelve hours a day. You got to be here eight. There's no reason to be bringing any bad energy. Yeah, leave it at the door. Amongst the team, we, the we we have to work to get like we're all here to make money. So at the end of the day, the bad attitudes, the strife, the 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 negative thoughts, leave it at the door. You yeah. you don't have a choice. We got we spend a lot of time here together. This is yeah. like a second home to all of us. Yeah, and then and at the uh, end of the day, the ultimate goal is to survive, um, take care of your family, pay your bills, and you know to live to live a normal life. It's not to to come here and just, you know, be negative and be in a bad mood. Man, I'm not going to let you take me out of my character and let you take yeah. me out of my livelihood. That's what I'm not going to do. Yeah, and, and if it's not the job for you, and, and a lot of people are afraid of this, if it's not the job for you, search for something that works for you. Don't don't keep yourself in a situation or a position that you're unhappy with because I'm telling you, being stressed out at work, it is a really, really tough thing to deal with. And mm-hmm. I've I've actually been there before, and but I'm the type of person I don't care because I know what kind of favor God has for me. If I don't like, it, I'm not gonna deal with it. Period. Why? Because I'm a, I'm He's gonna take me out of the situation, or He's gonna leave me in it, and He's gonna put me where I need to be at all times. Oh no, I love my job and I love what I do. I don't have no no qualms with it. So um. At the end of the day, it's all. And, of- and, and a lot of. Hey, hey welcome, welcome back. To- welcome back. Yes. So, anyways, like I said, we were wrapping up topic about equal pay, men versus women, um, different races, and what have you. So, what else we got on the topic? What else is going on? So, on a lighter note, I would like to. Um, get into the subject of this whole Tristan Thompson thing that's going on. You think that's a lighter note? I mean, <laughs> it's serious, but it's trivial to me because it's, it's you know, it's Hollywood. So all of that right. stuff to me. It's pretty heavy. We all deal with it. Um, but, you know, people in Hollywood are so artificial they they can't handle real life issues yeah. and it's a big deal to us it's mm-hmm. like well that's what you get but, right 
Like, to like, them, it's like, oh my God, I my, can't believe this happened, this happened to me. Right. So um, how do you feel about it? Um, I really feel like he he is a young man, first and foremost. Uh-huh. Um, he he is not married. Uh-huh. So he, he does not have any obligation to, I mean, you know, when we're in these relationships, that's, um, our goals are to, you know, take it to the next level, marriage, family. But again, he, he's a young man and he's in a, he's a, he's an NBA player and he's going to be around a lot of women, blah, 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 blah. However, I don't believe that he should be out here having these babies if he's not ready for that type of commitment. Although you don't have to really, nowadays, you don't have to be in a commit committed relationship to have a child but it, it's just best for the child um so like in the blog today they called him tristan third trimester thompson well thompson. my whole take and, on it my whole take on it is this kardashians those evil white women i call them i feel <laughs> like she she let her she let her white privilege get to her head she mm-hmm. felt like he did that to her to get to me, but I'm Khloe Kardashian. My privilege, so to speak, is yeah. gonna keep him well, from we, doing we, that. We talked to me. about about that last week. A woman will say, "Well, well, I'm I'm who I am. He wouldn't do that to me. I know me. I know what I'm capable of. That that would never happen to me. Yeah, it it, it will happen to you, and it has nothing to do with you. That's the character that he has inside. That you know what I'm saying. That's his character." You can't change his character. He he is a young man. He's not ready to settle down. He's been seen with that same woman on several occasions. That that's this is not a new thing. And mind that's who you, he is, whether he had money or not. Yes, mind you, the camera said they they arrived at the hotel after the after hours party at five a.m. and they didn't come back out until eight p.m. What what exactly do you think they were doing from five a.m. to eight p.m.? I'm sure they they did get a couple of naps in, but we we all know what exactly was happening and at the same time they are at a after hours club that's a no cell phone zone a no this and no that so you're putting yourself in these positions and taking it you know you're going to these places because you you thought you were covered this ain't the first time you've been there this ain't the last time you're gonna go there and this is just what they do in their little groups and another thing that crossed my mind about the whole situation is you know, these Kardashians, there's a lot of pressure in dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and you know, at the end of the day, he probably had what he had with Chloe, but it was a, it's probably a lot of stress and a lot going on in dealing with her. So to, 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 to escape from that whole yeah. ordeal and to be with somebody that where he didn't have to deal with everything that comes with their territory probably just made him feel normal. Right, right. And, and, you know, he's with a girl who, she is an Instagram model, but, you know, she's not on the level of Khloe Kardashian. However, I mean, she, you know, she's well known in that Instagram community, like I said, and she actually looks to me like the baby mama. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he, he went out of his, you know, cause you know, most, most men, most women, whatever, they have a type and it seems like he, he went out of his element. And he changed his mind. And, you know, not saying that they didn't build whatever they built. He didn't care for her or whatever. But 
somewhere along the lines of something, he decided I don't want to do this no more. Or like Antoine said last week, there could be a loyalty thing. Maybe I'm pretty sure no he didn't just meet this girl either. I'm oh, no. Sure they, no they and I'm pretty sure he liked her because you don't spend that kind of... I don't care how much well, money you spend that kind um, of time with somebody you don't like. Yeah, I'm hearing that the, she was actually around when he was with the first baby mama as well. This girl oh, was, okay. was actually around. So they're, they're definitely... The relationship is definitely not new. And you can even tell with their body chemistries as she's talking to him in the club or as they're going into the hotel, she she knows the routine. She's, she's familiar. Uh-huh. And and so who do we think? Is he at fault? Is the, the mistress at fault? The Lonnie, her name is Lonnie Blair. Is she at fault or is he pretty much a free agent? Like I said, because he's not married. Although he does have um, a child with the first baby mom and he has a child on the way. Does that make him does that mean that he belongs to Chloe? Like I don't know if there's if there's a I don't know if the issue at hand is that anybody is at fault. I feel like there's a lot of carelessness going on. Um so or or do you think maybe there might be something we don't know. Maybe maybe they aren't even together. Maybe they had a fight. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's we don't a lot really, that we don't know. We yeah, just we don't know the situation. Maybe they're not even together at this very moment or at that moment that you know, but they, 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 the first photo or um, club event was, they dated it back to October. Uh-huh. So, and again, if she was around when he was with his prior, you know, you know relationship, she's, she's not, this is nothing new. And, right. and, and he might, like we talked about last week, because everybody had that one person that they can go to when, when they're going through something. Maybe she's his person that he can go to whenever he's, feeling a certain type of way and she's there for him mm-hmm. I mean you just really never know the situation and I, I mean I, I don't I can, I can honestly say like we talked about it yesterday you, you lose them how you get them but I don't, I don't think any woman would ever want to feel that way or go through something like that regardless of the situation but when you're dating a certain type of person it's almost like you got to expect certain things and she's actually been with the NBA player before. And pretty much, I'm pretty sure she went through some of the same things and, you know, had some of the same issues. It's- There's a lot of stuff that comes with that territory. So when oh, you yes. get into those types of relationships, you got to be built for tough. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be willing to ride it till the wheels fall off. And, and you got to know that you you are no different than... Kobe Bryant's wife, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's wife. You, you, you're not different. You're no different than them. They, they, they. After they finish these games, they go to these after hours, and and they have a stable of women waiting there for them. I mean, I just don't know that any amount of money is worth me putting my mentality or my 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 heart mm-hmm. through any of that. No, I'm not putting my heart in. And you can buy me all the gifts you want. We can link up and talk and whatever but I, I will never invest I can't my, take you serious never invest my heart in something like that a rapper or NBA NFL none of that stuff it's just they're too they have too much access they're not normal mm-hmm. so yeah so that Mr. Tristan Thompson how, how old is he do we know how old he is I don't know how old he is however I don't I don't feel that they're too far in their 30s 
Right. They're, they're early 30s. It's that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, the, they, the Kardashians were always, you know, put on a certain persona and, you know, they want to be looked at as a certain way because she even, um, per one of her friends, she said, there's always three sides to a story. So basically, you're trying to come up with that third part of the story to protect and keep your name looking however you want it to look. We've already seen the videos. We've already seen it. At the end of the day, when, when people go through this, when we go through it as normal people, you know, it's life, it's hard, we have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Money is a band-aid for people like that. So at the end of the day, they I feel like they hide all their emotions and their true feelings behind the dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And they 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 forget sometimes that a certain amount of money know, can fix things for them. So that's and yeah. I say that to say that I wouldn't doubt if she stayed with him if oh, he I'm, even I'm, wants her. You, you're right, but you better guarantee. I bel- she's not gonna leave him. They're gonna go. She can say we're gonna go through counseling. You know, well, she can say that. But at the end of the day, yeah. he seemed like the type of nigga that'd be like, "I don't want you." Like I don't know. Like he might not even like you. Can't make this nigga want right. you. He might not even want you just because you want him to stay. Don't mean he gonna stay. Or just because you want to save face. Or I'm not uh-huh. letting my man go. You can not let your man go all day long. That nigga don't want you. Right. He if don't. He don't have to he? stay. He he is emotionally checked out. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And it is it is what it is. And it's like relationships are just oh MG. you just gotta be careful who you give your heart to and what you what you, you what do. who you, you invest your time in. You and know, and you know, you know what what really um bothers me sometimes is if like um say for instance you're with a person and you guys are really, really good friends prior to not not like a brother and sister type of friendship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you you meet a person and you guys are building and you become really good friends. And so if they have to pay you, you're like, you know what? I thought before anything, I thought you were my friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you had my best my yeah, best interest yeah. at heart. Good, and, yeah. and I mean that that could be so hurtful to to deal with somebody that's like, oh my God, and then again. He and like we he do it tried, all the time. We got yeah, kids, he like we he have kids from, um, mm-hmm. from some decent parents. So again, I don't, I don't think it's nothing to do with his upbringing or whatever. He's he's a young man, selfish young man, and he's probably not ready to do all those things that she was throwing at him. I mean, it probably looked good and felt good at the time, and he probably stepped back and said, "You know what? Jesus Christ, this lady is about to make me marry her, have babies. I, this is too much." Bottom line is, she got herself involved with somebody that she didn't know, and I'm basing that on what you just said about being in a real, having your friend. That that yeah, wasn't yeah. that was never your friend. Like you didn't remember know. they 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 met on a blind date as well. Uh, well I don't so know. she so she said the whole backstory of it, but I'm just stating the obvious. Like this was, this, you didn't know this person, and we we do it too. But like I said, yeah. we're different because. We're not Hollywood, and we don't have uh-huh, that dollar uh-huh. amount to ease that pain. But they—they—they're very frivolous with their money, their heart, their feelings, and yeah. how they treat people. And and they also think that they could they could buy people. Like everybody's saying, "Oh, Chris Jenner is going to ruin him. He's you know he's no longer going to be able to do this. He's going to be able to do that." Well, if any of that happens, that's what he gets. What she gets, that's what they all get. Because why? 
they they wasn't thinking about uh that first girl when they decided to do all this. What about her? Well, she definitely about to take him to the bank. <laughs> she better take him before she um be stuck with that one percent. Cause that first mm-hmm. baby gonna get the eighteen, honey. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so that that's you know, I don't know. I, I really just I'm not against the interracial dating or anything like that, but I don't know. It's like, oh my god, I feel so sorry for her. You just I don't for the other young lady. I don't feel sorry for her. I don't feel no more sorry either. for her than I feel for my sister down the street who just went through the same thing. I don't. I, I don't so. either because as far as I'm concerned, she should have went over there. Girl, and made sure, she should have went over there and made sure Lamar was was okay because she's been hopping around. She's looking for something and just go. You should have stayed with Lamar. Just stayed with Lamar. If he you was gonna do that. Yeah. Damn near killed herself over there in um, Las Vegas. Stay with his ass. Mm-hmm. At least you had him uh, wrapped around your finger. Yep. Put your big girl panties on and take it as a lesson learned. Like we are, like the rest of us fucking do. Right. Life experiences, baby. Life experiences. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hmm. Yep. But yes, ma'am. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, it's a situation and, and everybody... Well, not really everybody, but I mean, it, it's it's common. It's just a common situation, common topic. You, you so, see it all the time. With that being said, how you said she should have stayed with Lamar or, you know, Tristan was with this other girl in high school, the first baby mama or whatever. Uh, with that being said, if your ex texted you and said he loved you and he wanted you back, what would you do? How would you reply? I'm sorry, son. Like I told you, I believe in divine order. I, I'm not going backwards. Anything that should have worked, would have worked, mm-hmm. no longer works, is, is no longer a part of what's going on with me. I mean, exactly. Especially it would when have you move to forward. Be, be a situation to where, I mean, it would have to be, and of course I would have to be single, but I mean, it would have to be a situation that was just too good to be true. Because I don't know, it just, to me, it doesn't sense to these people. I've seen people do it. They they go back to this maid or this person that they were previous with, previously with, and they get the same exact outcome. Why? Because I'm who I am. You're who you are. I'm, we're gonna change for the moment, but at the end of the day, we still gonna have the same differences. And I'm I'm still not gonna like whatever it was that I didn't like about you then. Because you I, still had the unresolved issues. Yeah, I'm not gonna like it now. And um, so you feel the same way? Like you? What would you if? If your ex were to text you and say, I love you, I want you back, what would you reply? Go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to hell. Get your Go ass off my phone. He could win the, my ex-husband could have won the lottery, and I still would be like, no, sir. So you wouldn't go over there and collect that $10 million for us and, and take one for the team? I'll probably take that $10 million and be on my way. Take it and what about put a hit out on them or I wouldn't put no hit out on them. I get <laughs> get some of that money and, and carry on and be like, you know what? I decided this ain't gonna work. Right. This ain't the, this ain't it. This I ain't, ain't stupid. I ain't gonna block my blessing. There you I'm go. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of that money. So have have you ever had somebody text you and say, you know what, I know we XYZ didn't work out in the past, but I want you back. Have you ever Received that text and, and took him up on it? 
I received that text and I said, go to hell. <laughs> In so many words. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't no, take you back if you was the last man on earth. I'm trying to tell you, honey. I, I mean, I know I, how to masturbate real good. Uh oh, uh oh, I don't need you. If you was the last man on earth, absolutely not. No, I mean, I just I, I don't really think it's a good idea. What do you think about um, people that are exes, they had a bad breakup. And they are still in communication. They still text each other, and they so-called are friends. What do you what do you think about those type of relationships? Do you have those people that you previously dated and you still communicate with? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, my yeah, absolutely. We're 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 really good friends. We we don't cross the line. Is we don't. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it almost came up. We used to be try to talk about how we would, you know, move on or talk about people we met along the way as we broke up. But I just learned that um, it's still kind of a soft spot for the both of us. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that out of respect, we won't talk about those things. But for the most part, um, might not while we might not be in love with each other. We still love each other to death and care about each other. So, yeah, I'll always be his friend. Not my ex-husband, but, you know. Got it. So the ex-husband I'm is... saying that to say that it's possible. So, okay, got it. It is possible. So it's possible. Yeah, and, and I mean, I agree. I ha- actually... um, It's all yeah. about maturity and growth. It's where you yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, there may have been a time before where you're like, oh, God, no. But as you grow, it's just like it is what it is. Everybody respects everybody. The relationships are respected on both ends. And, there and you is could nothing. have attained that maturity and growth. Uh-huh. It still felt, and, and part of your maturity and growth tells you that it's not conducive for my life to be friends with this person. Right. It's I not healthy. So or, exactly. It yeah. don't necessarily mean that you can't, you couldn't have grown if you friends with a person yeah i agree just might not be in the cards for you so um yeah so the the response will be go to hell bye (laughs) goodbye move on move on yeah i I mean i pretty much agree just just leave me alone yep so what um what are some of your your favorite foods and favorite restaurants or you know what? I don't know that I have a favorite. I just like so many things. Um, I'm willing mm-hmm. to try a lot of things. Not everything, but a lot of things once. Um, so if you had to narrow it down, though, like what would be your favorite, you know? I really, really love Mexican food. Okay. Okay. That's got to be one of my all That's one of my go-tos, like... I, I can go in the kitchen and make Mexican food and put my spin on it and still mm-hmm. feel like I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Feel like I'm eating some good, authentic Mexican food. Uh, I love soul food, but I don't love everybody's soul food. I love my soul food. And uh-huh. soul food to me ain't necessarily 
to me, soul food is not beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, ham. Eh, eh. Now, that's not soul food to me. Soul food mm-hmm. to me is, you know, food that make you feel good, comfort food. Right, like comfort food. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I think, well, my, my number one is definitely Mexican food. Um, like we always talk about, we it's eat like a lot of tacos. We love um, tacos, but my, I think my, what I really, really enjoy is um, Japanese food. And not like, I don't get deep into it, but you know, I really, I like Japanese food a lot, and my children absolutely love Japanese food. Um, and as far as prepping and preparing food, mm-hmm. um, I like cooking Mexican food, and I, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm not, like I told you before, I'm not really into cooking as much as I used to be, because I'm just so busy, but, um, I really, I can cook, I can pretty much cook anything that you got to offer, but, you know, there's preferences and families involved and stuff like that, so you keep your basic, but I really, I like cooking Mexican food, it's just, it's just one of my favorites. As far as cooking, I will, I don't, I, I like eating Mexican food, as far as cooking, my favorite mm-hmm. thing to cook, I don't have a favorite thing to cook, I like to cook any and everything, whatever it, whatever settles in my spirit is is what I get in the kitchen and then just enjoy doing. I, I like being in the kitchen. It makes you me like feel good. Okay. It's, um, it's so good you prefer, do you prefer the kitchen or you like the grill or do you have a preference? Um, if I could grill my if if I ate as much meat as I used to, if I could grill my food every single day, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy the taste of food off the grill. Um, as far as meat and things like that, as far as my okay. veggies and stuff like that, I like them steamed. I like a lot of roasted food. Um, but like I said, I don't have a preference. I, I just, I, I really enjoy food. I enjoy eating. That's a problem too. <laughs> you enjoy eating. So I got, I got another question. Um, do you think there's a certain time period that a person should wait? after a breakup before they move on to the next relationship like how long after a breakup is it okay to get with a you know to get with a person or is it okay well I guess it probably doesn't matter once the person has already broke up but have you seen it where um there was a particular person that was a threat in your relationship you guys broke up because of this person and they said you know that this is nothing this is just my friend this isn't anything and then they end up being with that person so, do you think there's a time frame that a person should wait before they move on to the next relationship after a breakup? Um, I don't know what that time frame would be. Each person is different. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it should be a time frame, I can't say. I know for me personally, I've made that mistake in moving on too fast. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it does nothing short of cause issues so you're you're not able to give yourself a break or you know what i mean you're not able to resolve whatever it is and you know what i mean to me i think not necessarily a lot of people that you need to that there's a time frame because you pretty much you're gonna do something whatever it feels like it's right regardless of if it's right or you know if it ends up being wrong you you make moves off of what feels right what feels comfortable what your heart is telling you but 
Um, a lot of times people, remember we talked about it last week, you, you get into the next relationship to try to forget about the, the last relationship, but all you're doing is bringing in your baggage. Yeah, you bring, you, you carry yeah. over all of those unresolved issues from exactly. the previous relationship. Exactly, and then, and then you actually expect for that next person to jump in on board and understand, and that's where a lot of problems come in at, because you can't expect for somebody that you just got involved with to, to know the history and the deep you know, the stuff that you've been through previously or something that somebody else has done to you, even if you talk to them about it, like, it, it's just really not fair to the, the person that, that's entering the relationship with you after you've moved on so fast from the previous relationship. Now, on a lighter note, um, one thing that I can say is that I've learned is that after leaving one relationship and going into another um, you take some of the that you did I, I don't know I'm pretty sure you've heard the saying um, do something different um, don't do the same thing over and over it's insanity so when you mm -hmm. feel like you have nothing else to lose do something opposite of what you've been doing because obviously mm -hmm. that's not working so go out on a limb and do something different so take those things think about those things that you did or things that might have hurt your ex or, or, or mm -hmm. normal practices that you had in a previous relationship and do the opposite of them in this relationship because most people typically have some of the same general mm -hmm. characteristics and, and, you know, in a relationship. You know, what so, that is, sometimes the person may be doing these things and they may not even see any fault in them. They may not be wrong to that particular person or maybe the person that they were dating put up with something like that but this person was like hey you know what this, i don't i don't get down like this this is not what i do so being in relationships and you know dealing with people i just think that it's always going to be like learning experiences because it's never going to be perfect and it's, it's just i don't know you just got to be really careful who you choose as a mate yeah and I mean that, that's just what it is I mean it like we always say each week it's just so hard relationships communication all of that stuff it's just it's just it's not an easy road but you know you have to be willing to do that with a person that you know what I mean that, that you've invested in or that you see a future in like who wants to be bothered with somebody that you guys don't have the same goals and the same outcomes exactly and that oh, goes yeah. for friendships as well. Oh, I can't be, yes. I can't be friends with somebody who um, is, is is doing things in life that, that I'm either already past or things that don't mm -hmm. interest me because it's like, you don't have, where's the common ground? Where's the commonality? I um, mean, not necessarily that you can't be friends with them. You guys just may not interact as much because like we said before, we're not, we're not going to all be on the same path and, um, like me, like as far as like us doing our business thing and you know stuff like that, I'm I'm a little bit more aggressive. That doesn't mean that you're not involved, equally invested. It just means that I work and I move a certain type of way. That that doesn't mean that. Yeah, I get it. Our sponsors are Peace Love and Buttercream, Nail Biz, Sophisticated Behavior, Melanin Rundown. And like we said, if you have any ideas, any topics, let us know. Thank you.